This is Laree Daniel Favors, and welcome to The Hub. Let's talk about meritocracy. Can we do that? Okay, so like I said, people like Stephen Miller, who is like the evil genius behind all the evil things that Donald Trump did or wants to do, um, Stephen Miller has this idea that meritocracy um, is what we should be striving for. Stephen Miller has this idea that diversity, equity, and inclusion is destructive because it's not based on meritocracy. And it's not based on merit, this idea that only the deserving are able to get access to the things. Only the, des- only the people who are working hard and only the people who are intelligent, only the people who, he in, in his vision anyway, only those people are the ones who should get access to anything. He believes that diversity, equity, inclusion is illegal. He says that D-E-I must D-I-E. He's got all sorts of quips and quibbles and, and little commentary. And he believes in meritocracy. Meritocracy. This idea that only the deserving should get access to a thing. And this idea of meritocracy is really something, it's a, it's a part of the white American mythology that uh, people tell themselves on a regular basis to help themselves feel better. And in fact, actually, Amina, let's go to, there. where is this clip? Hold on, before we even get to this, where is the clip? Not welfare for the wealthy. Oh man, there's a white man who speaks to this so powerfully and he does a really good job. And oh yes, here we are. Uh, let's go to clip number 49, Amina, Bayard Woods on White History Month. Let's play that. And then I want to unpack this notion of meritocracy on the other side. We had Black History Month. You had always some white jerk in class be like, well, when are we going to have White History Month? <laughs> right. And what ends up happening, we have white history and they immediately outlaw it because what we actually don't want is White History Month. We do want White Mythology Month, uh, but that's every <laughs> month in America. So we end up with is outlawing talking about whiteness at all. Uh, for most of my life, whiteness was the freedom not to think about race. Right. And only in rare instances you would feel, oh, I'm white. I'm different than people around me or whatever. And, and then almost immediately we'd be able to go back into the not thinking of it. And that's again why I wanted to use the word whiteness rather than racism is, is that we were so uncomfortable to talk about our own whiteness. And even white people who are progressive can talk about, oh, those Trumpists and stuff are racist, uh, but not us. Uh, it's, it's only in, in down south and it's only people whose family were here in the Civil War and it's only uh, but thinking about the way that we always want to we become so uncomfortable every time we have to to think about it was just on display every day with with the backlash to 1619 project the backlash to critical race theory you know mm. I hate that it cuts off there, uh, but you, you hear, you see where he's going, right? And this idea of merit is a part of the white mythology, and and unfortunately, people don't actually want. He's correct. People don't actually want White History Month. They want White Mythology Month because White History Month would allow us to understand just how lacking in merit the constructors of this system actually were. the The word merit is defined as the quality of being particularly good or worthy, especially so as to deserve praise or reward. It is in the verb context to deserve or be worthy of something, especially reward or attention or punishment. Now, if we were really clear and we really were honestly asking for White History Month instead of White Mythology Month, that would allow us to unpack the myth of meritocracy, Stephen Miller.
And the reason it would allow us to unpack the myth of meritocracy is because of the things I said at the beginning of the show. How are you deserving or considered particularly good or worthy when you're sitting on stolen land, you thieving people? How can you possibly be considered uh, to possess the quality of being particularly good or particularly worthy when you, quite frankly, only got to farm this land? Not that you understood how to farm this land. You only learned how to farm the land because the indigenous people who were here saw you dying by the shiploads. And had mercy on you and pitied you and taught you how to farm. And even then you weren't good at it. You didn't understand the climate. You didn't understand the, the materials necessary. You didn't understand fertilization. You didn't understand shifting the crops from one field to another so you don't abuse and depress the land and deplete it of all its natural resources. You didn't understand any of that, which is why you decided to go, or your ancestors, I should say, decided to go to Africa after trying to enslave the indigenous and then realizing, well, they knew the land better than you and they could run away faster than you. And quite frankly, they were allergic to you because you were nasty. Your ancestors had so many germs and had so many diseases. Just breathing in your air was like sending a COVID spray into an entire community. They were allergic to your nastiness because they didn't even bathe in Europe on a regular basis meritocracy Stephen Miller what are you talking about how can you be considered particularly good or worthy when you had to go into the continent of Africa because they had agricultural genius there land of plenty and brought them here drug them here trafficked them here to make them work simply because they had the knowledge that you did not they built the tools that you didn't understand how to use they had to farm the land with crops that you had never ever ever in the entirety of wet damp cold ass england ever been able to farm no offense to england meritocracy is a real interesting because if we are serious about meritocracy then perhaps we absolutely should have white history month which you know i know a lot of you are thinking well Larie, they have white history month every every month out of the year false false they have white mythology month i'm actually interested in having a white history month because a lot of what we determine to be black history it's not black history a lot of what we determine to be black history is how black people successfully navigated white terrorism that's what a lot of black history is and quite frankly uh, if we're honest about white history in this country it might really cause people who are demanding meritocracy to sit down and shut it up i came upon upon a thread in threads <laughs> um, by uh, a, a poster by the name of the korean vegan you can follow the Korean, the Korean vegan on threads, uh, their name on their app or their page is Joanne Molinaro and they go by the Korean vegan and had a really good example that I thought just perfectly explained the bullshit that underlines this notion of meritocracy. The Korean vegan said the following, imagine a world where half the population was given a mortgage rate of 2% while the other half was given a rate of 3%. I'm actually going to make that 5% because later on in the comments she realizes 2% and 3% is not a big enough of a difference uh, for, it, for the analogy to work. But imagine half the world is giving a mortgage rate, half the population in this country is given a mortgage rate of 2% while the other half is given a mortgage rate of 5%. 
or maybe even 10%. And as most homeowners know, they say, those single digit percentage points equal thousands of dollars a month. Imagine what group one who got this lower mortgage rate would be able to do with that money. Think about all the extra money you'd be able to have if your mortgage rate was at 2% and all you know the people on the other side of town had a 10% mortgage rate. You could put that extra money in a high yield savings account. They say you could pay for college, purchase investment properties, start small businesses, go on shopping sprees, eat out regularly, pay off credit card bills, purchase great insurance for your health and retirement. But on the other side of the tracks, says the Korean vegan, the other half, they live paycheck to paycheck. They've got no disposable income. And as a result, for centuries, they aren't as exposed to the commercial world. And therefore, commerce and business centers develop only around the customers that they see, those customers who got the 2% mortgage rate. Businesses aren't going to see a lot of the people who got the 10% mortgage rate, so they're not even a factor in the policies for those businesses or in the way that that community operates. The banks in that community are going to cater to group one. Higher education is going to cater to group one. The housing market, retail centers, restaurants, healthcare, all going to cater to the people who can afford to use their services, which are the people in group one. The Korean vegan goes on to say group two is not only unused to operating in the commercial world, the rules of engagement in that world are developed without them. How to win is defined without them. What counts as a win is defined without them. And I'm going to add what counts to merit is defined without them. What's valuable is defined without them to the point where even those, says the Korean vegan, in group two are led to believe that they can never win because winning is only for those in group one. Now, says the Korean vegan, let's say that Congress enacts a law that prohibits the banks from offering those better terms to group one. But quickly, the community realizes that unwinding all the damage that's been done for a few hundred years of having this differential approach to finance isn't as simple as saying, okay, now we all get the same interest rate, right? Why? Why might that be? Because the banks only, according to the Korean vegan, the banks only speak the language that group one speaks. The restaurants only serve the food that group one eats. The schools only teach the way that group one learns. The hospitals only learn, only heal the illnesses from which group one suffers. The department stores only sell the makeup that group one wears. Indeed, commerce has gotten so used to the group one versus group two distinction, says the Korean vegan, that everyone assumes that those who look like group one deserve better because statistically they are healthier, more more educated, stay out of jail, eat at nice restaurants, and have, nice, have more money. While those in group two are associated with poor health, mental illness, debt, crime, lack of advanced degrees, those who do not have money. Now, this is the system. This is an analogy of the system upon which we rest. You want to talk about merit, Stephen Miller? Let's talk about merit. You want to talk about being deserving, Stephen Miller? You descendant and embracer of thievery, murderous, raping, assaulting community and planet devastating group of people. That heritage you embrace, you hold it up as a model to be expanded upon and you want to talk about merit. Yeah, so you're going to hear a lot about meritocracy in the days and weeks to come. And typically, the people who are advocating, we have to get rid of DEI because of merit. Typically, they are able to have that conversation without a whole lot of pushback because who doesn't want to have merit? Who doesn't want to be deserving? Who doesn't want to be considered someone who worked hard and who is ultimately worthy of the thing that is sought? Fuck they merit. It ain't meritocracy at all. It's thievery. 
It's built on a whole bed of lies. Let's have white history month, Stephen Miller. Let's have the conversation about merit, white supremacist America, because you ain't got none. Your ancestors ain't had none. The system they built was fucked up from the beginning until the end, and we are dealing with it now. And what we ain't going to do is be made to feel ashamed of not succeeding in this bullshit-ass system, which is gaslighting at the heart. So you want to talk about merit? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about white history month. And let's say it all with our full chest in the key of ancestral righteousness. 